Welcome to another edition of the Career Conversations podcast brought to you by Hunter Recruitment Group. I'm your host, Craig McGregor. This one is one of my favourites. This isn't our traditional uh, journey of someone's career. This is a really open and honest conversation with Michael Kerwin. Uh, People in the Hunter might remember Michael or know Michael as a uh, real estate agent and a highly successful one. We'll get into it into the podcast, but Michael's current transition into study and becoming an owner of a small business in the retail type space, it's just fascinating. But more importantly, the the openness in which he delivers this conversation and the the, the journey that we take um, during this 40 minutes is just um, something for all to learn from and, and really gain an understanding of, of what Michael's not only doing in his career change, but how he's really reflected on what's happened in the world over the last 12 months and how that's affected what he's doing moving forward. I loved it. I love this conversation and I hope you enjoy it as much as I have had fun bringing it to you. So without anything further, please sit back and enjoy this career conversation with Michael Kerwin. Today's podcast is brought to you by Hunter Recruitment Group people-centric recruiters. HRG looks to use technology and personal interviewing techniques to ensure the best fit possible for both the candidate and the employer. We operate labour hire and temp services for various sites, conduct permanent recruitment searches and have an innovative program we call temp to perm You can find us on the web www.hrgroup.com.au or search for us on your favourite social site, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn. Whether you're an employer looking for a fantastic new team member or you're an individual seeking their next great career move, start a conversation with Hunter Recruitment Group today. So welcome to the Career Conversations podcast, Michael Kerwin. Thanks, Greg. So we've known each other for a few years now. Back in the day, we used to be part of a business networking group together. Yeah, and that's right. And uh, i follow you on social media and I saw recently that you you made a post about a, a real tangent in your career and you're about to go and study so I wanted to start our conversation there yeah, so yeah, sure. tell no me worries. about what you're studying. Uh, well it's actually a Bachelor of Science um, but majoring in regenerative agriculture. Um, I finally got that word right it's been a bit hard to say <laughs> regenerative but uh, yeah so that's um, obviously an interesting decision and something that um, if you had asked me you know 20 years ago, it certainly wouldn't have been a path that I would have said I was going down. Um, but I think the last 12 months has been um, kind of big for me. Um, obviously, leaving a, a, a career of some 17 years in, in real estate, um, I know there's, there's been a lot of bad things come out of this uh, pandemic over the last 12 months, um, but for me, there's actually quite a lot of positives. Um, I remember years ago looking for a pause button and uh, when I when I had a, a business that um, I'd had for 11 years I think that was the thing I was looking for was everything was going a little bit quick and um, I was looking for that magic pause button. Yeah well, but, you don't really hear that too often do you? Most people want to grow grow grow. And well yeah and that's what that's the path that I was on yeah. and it was just it was grow 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 and one night I sat there with with my wife Zoe and I just said I, I don't this isn't this isn't right. Yep. You know, we're, 
I've got 16 staff. Um, you know, we've got a business. I'd bought a, an additional building. We were, we were, um, we were in that growth phase, and and every year for the for five years in a row, we had nearly doubled the turnover from the year before. And most people would think that's a, that's amazing. That's what you want to do, but there wasn't any money left over at the end for mm. for me yep. or us as a family. So something it just wasn't right. So, um, but. After going through a sale of the business and having a little bit of time to think, I realised that all I really needed to was just a break. Was if there was that magic pause button where you could just put everything on hold for for a little while, that would have been the perfect thing. But the last twelve months, that's really what's been gifted to me was that pause button. Um, it, it gave me the time to to really think about things and. And assess where I want to go with life, and, and I've—I guess I've—I've I've done a complete backflip um, on on what it is that's important to me. Yep. Um, it was definitely previously career-minded, you know, build the biggest business you know that you could possibly build, um, and you know, be the best real estate agent you know possibly I could be. Um, but the. <laughs> What I was realising was that um, I was sacrificing probably the most Im important things, and and um, and that was my family. Um, no doubt, you know, we I still made a lot of time for the family as much as I could. But um, yeah, I think in my last year in real estate, my son plays football. I think I missed majority of the games that yeah. year because I Saturday was, you're yeah, out. And about. Saturday I was out doing open homes and all those kind of things, and uh, it, it's just I didn't want to do that anymore. It's interesting stuff too, like because you don't get that time back. No, and that and that's what I, I kind of looked at. Um, I didn't want to be, you know, I didn't want to be, um, you know, later in life looking back, going shit. I mm. wish I, I um, I didn't do that. Mm. Um, so yeah, I decided that you know real estate wasn't going to be my vehicle anymore. And I didn't know what the vehicle was going to be. Obviously, we had we had purchased the the store out of Woodville, so a little general store and service station. Most people are thinking, "What the hell are you doing? You know, you're mad." So when did you? So let's step back there. So yep. you've you've purchased. So you've been in real estate for a long time, and we'll get to that. Yep. But then you purchased a, a general store. How long yep. ago was that? So that was April last year that we took over. So oh, great the, time, yeah. Yeah. So on the 9th of April, <laughs> pandemic was just running wild, um, and when we decided to purchase it was prior to you know this coronavirus thing so um you know we it was australia day last year we actually found out the business was was for sale i went and um went and uh saw the, the then owner and um asked if it was true he said it was and we, we only live two k's down the road so it was it was something that my wife and i have always said if it ever come up you know geez we could do a lot with it um, you know, it's got a lot of potential and what do you know, it, it came up, so I had to put my money where my mouth was and, yep. um, it, yeah, so it took a couple of months for it, obviously, to, to go through and, yeah, we, we took over Easter weekend uh, last year, so um, our first day of trading was Good Friday. Um, I didn't know what we were going to be in for, so I had set up our internet site to for online shopping. I thought... If we get closed down, yeah. um, not at that point did I realise we were going to be a central service. There was no, you know, there was, obviously it was early days. We didn't know where this thing was going to go down. I thought, well, hang on a minute. This is what I'm going to be earning the income from. So if we get shut down, I need to be able to still service the community. 
Um, so I'd, I'd set our website up so that we could actually do online shopping and I was going to do home deliveries, yeah. I guess. Obviously, as it went on, uh, we realised that we weren't going to get shut down and that we were going to remain open. So, uh, yeah, it's just been a, a bit of a um, bit of a fun ride since, really. Uh, we've the, the first night we took over, uh, I think I got two hours sleep. We kind of ripped the shop apart um, and, you know, put our our fingerprints stamp yeah put our stamp on it um so yeah good friday people came in and they said what you know what what happened here um within a couple of weeks we had yeah we had painted the 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 shop we had um then we had opened up a new room and yeah so we've just just been trying to improve on it um as we go along and and we're now in the process of of applying for a liquor license as well so we're we're hoping that we can add in a bottle shop as well but got a few little hurdles we've got to jump over there but the community is very supportive of, of that um but yeah it's just over to the authorities now to see whether see we can do yeah, that yeah. okay so so let's go back to the yep. study yeah so you've you've made this decision this life-changing yep. decision and we talked a little bit off air about michael leaving school at year 10 and yep. didn't, didn't like school didn't no. want study but now you're going to go to university how does that fit with your yeah well it well it, it doesn't really because i one of the main reasons, and you know, no, I never really knew why I wanted to be a real estate agent. Um, but probably when I look back, the main reason why I wanted to be a real estate agent is because I could earn a good income without any qualifications. And any uni type degrees without a year 12 certificate. Yep. I first of all wanted to be an architect, but I found out I had to go to uni for seven years. I thought, no way. I, I've got to get out of this place. I hated school. Um, and the, the thing that I wanted to do was get out of there as quickly as I could. So when I, when I looked through the, through the um, you know, the career booklets that were given to us in year nine, you know, I went architect, you know, seven years of university, no way. Then I was to be a, a, a builder. Mm. Um, and I thought, well, I'm not, I'm not that handy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's probably not me. So it's always had something to do with housing because I, I saw it as a as something that was always going to be needed. Um, it's on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So yep. it's, you know, um, so there's always going to be a, a, a need for those type of people, architects, builders, um, real estate agents, I, I thought as well. But um, I think that that as an industry is, is going to change dramatically in the next 10, 20 years. So it'd be interesting to see what happens there. And if real estate agents don't change, I think they're going to become mm. pretty irrelevant mm. pretty quickly. But um, so yeah, the, the main reason why I chose so real was this a driver too. So you're you talking not a, no, not at all. Because yeah, I, I, I probably previously um, prior to the twelve months ago, that actually excited me because I, yeah, I thought okay. I could do it differently. I, I can do it differently, and and I, I haven't written real estate off forever. There may be a you know there may be a down the track where I come back, but it'll be in a completely different form. Yeah. And and if I can't do it the way that I think it needs to be done in the future, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to go back into it just doing it the way it was done hmm. because it needs to change. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think it will have to change in the next few years to stay relevant because I think otherwise people are going to question the value of a real estate agent. Hmm. You know, obviously fairly big fees involved. Um, and, you know, the, at the current market at the moment, the average days of market are seven days. I mean, a monkey could sell a property the way the way things are at the moment. So... Um, I think the role of a real estate agent has has changed dramatically. 
But um, yeah, I, I think the reason why I chose to be a real estate agent was it was the, the quickest pathway possible to, to earning an income as, yep. as quickly. You know, I, I was, uh, after I finished year 10, I went and did a business course at Passmore's uh, for 12 months. So, um, so you studied? Yeah, I, I did study. And, and in reality, like, their ad was, we'll put you where you want to be. Yeah. They didn't quite do that. I, it was still still up to me. But what they actually did was, um, they, they did teach me how to study. And that's actually um, set me up pretty well for uni. And um, I didn't know what I was getting myself into a couple of weeks ago. I've, I've listened to a few t- tutorials and lectures. Um, and I thought, okay, righto. And then it, how am I going to do this? But I remembered back when I went to Passmore's just on how they trained us to study for, you know, assessments well, and things like that. Well, this is even a, a different, you talked about real estate changing um, and if it doesn't change, it won't, you know, it won't continue. Well, universities have done the same. Like I, I did my degree a long time ago yeah. and uh, fell asleep in numerous libraries at Newcastle University looking for journal articles, etc. Yeah. I'm guessing as you go through your journey, a lot of it's online and you, you get to it's, go through that process. The 99% of the course will be online and even the uh, what they call the residential days aren't compulsory, yep. Um, yep. mainly because of COVID, um, so they, they can't make that compulsory as yet. Um, but yes, I, I can do this whole degree online. So, the, you're doing a regenerative, regenerative. Yeah, it is hard, hard to say. say yeah. uh, farming course, agriculture. That, yeah, geez, so. agriculture. That, yeah, online. So. That sounds difficult to me. Uh, I thought you'd, you'd be out in the field at Tokal or yeah. know, at, a, at a farm stay. So they're kind know. of leaving us to our own devices. Um, so there will be, um, and lucky for me, I've got my own property. So um, they've actually suggested that we can use our own properties as case studies and, yep. and things like that. So. Um, yeah, it's it is it is going to be interesting. There are some some uh, study tours and things that we can do, and and I will be definitely attending those. Um, they are optional, but um, I mean that's the reason why I got involved is to is to ex- explore the options that are available to us and things that I can um, implement in my own property. And as I'm as I'm I made this decision four weeks ago. I think if you know it's all happened pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I was I was listening uh, to uh, some podcasts. So I'd. I would, I would call myself, uh, I would previously have called myself a YouTube farmer. You know, I, I see this, yeah, okay. I see this idea um, and I go and watch multiple uh, videos on YouTube and there was one particular um, man over in, in America, Joel Salatin, if anyone knows anything about regenerative type farming, he, he's, he does what they call polyphase farming and it's, it's really it's getting things back to basics. It's not using machinery. It's not using herbicides, pesticides, chemicals, anything like that. But it's actually allowing the livestock to do the work. Um, but what they're what they're discovering now is that um, this can actually combat climate change. So I, I was a huge climate change sceptic. Um, I, I kind of you know I, I kind of said to myself, you you know, I, I said publicly, you know, this is it's just I don't kind of believe it, but as you as you look more into this, this to me it all makes sense, and it's just a realistic solution. Um, and it all starts with with ha- having healthy soil. Um, but the way farming's been done the last two hundred years has been this move away from the way it was done previously, and it's it's actually 
if we if we stay on this path that we're on um, by using machinery, by using chemicals, we're actually taking away all the good soil that's left on the ground, and there'll be no there'll be no farmland left within about 60 years. So it's pretty scary if you the more you look into it. Um, the course that I'm doing, uh, it's the second year that it's been run, and or, and it's the only university in in the world that's currently doing this this degree. So it's the uni. Uh, Southern Cross Uni at yeah. least more. Um, so yes, they're the first ones to kind of take it on because it is it is a little bit alternative. It's different to what they've been teaching um, at, at the unis across Australia or across the world um, because it all most of the, the programs have still been that industrial type agriculture. So how did you find this course? Uh, listening, yeah, listening to a podcast. So once I'd watched every video I could on YouTube on this polyface farming, it led me to this regenerative agriculture kind of theme. Um, I was I was searching on YouTube for more more stuff to look at, things that I could do at home, um, and then it uh, led me to a few podcasts. And I think I was heading up to see my my father, um, so I. You know, put some podcasts up. So it was a two-hour drive, and um, um, I heard Southern Cross Uni now taking entrance for um, you know a degree in, in um, regenerative agriculture. So I I went, hmm, that sounds interesting. That afternoon, I had filled out the application. I didn't even told my wife yet. I filled out the application. I said, guess what? I'm I think I'm going to go to uni. Don't even think I'm going to get in because you know what. I've got no qualifications for university. I left school at year 10. Um, I've, I've thrown out all, all my certificates or lost them. Um, so I couldn't find my school certificate. Um, don't even remember what I got. Uh, I've, I've thrown out my statement of attainment for my real estate license because it just become, you know, I get that renewal every year. So I, I, don't, I don't even know where my qualification actually is. Um, threw out my diplomas that I got from Passmore because I thought I never need them again. I'm going to be a career real estate agent. I don't need all these things again. So I filled out the application online, basically said I don't have copies of anything, Um, gave them a bit of a a resume, a blurb of who I was. And yeah, look, two days later, I got the notification that I was accepted. I went, oh, that's That's easier than I thought. That's a bit easier than I thought. And (laughs) uh, oh, what do you know? I'm in. Didn't know what the course was going to cost. Um, Didn't know how long it was going to be. my wife's saying, okay, this is, this is great, Mike, but um, uh, how long is it going to be and how much is it going to cost us? I said, I don't know. She said, what do you mean you don't know? Surely you've looked into it. I said, no. It just sounded like something that I really want to do, so I'm going to do it. Um, so, yeah, found out it's, it's either a three-year full-time or six-year part-time degree, so I'm, I'm choosing the part-time option, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, well, not obviously. Why? Well, oh, I guess, yeah, for that, you know, there's... Um, with having the, the the store and the family, there's no way I'm you know going to get you know back to where I was um, you know being where I can't don't have the time to do everything that that I need to do. So um, I am a person that wants to do things as as quickly as possible. So I'm kind of thinking six years, man. That's 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 long. Um, but the the beauty of of this online platform is is it's up to you. Um, so you know, as I get used to it, I can choose to. You add, could rip in and do I a couple more in, modules. I can, and I make can it rip in and do it more. So I, that'll be the the plan as as I get you know my head around it more, getting back in the groove to, to studying. Uh, I think um, well, I shouldn't say back into the groove because I was never in the groove <laughs> studying because I never did homework. Yep. Um, 
So yeah, once I once I get into maturity that brings different yeah thoughts yeah. and processes like yeah you know I, I, I it's interesting like you know a kid leaving year twelve listening to this story would go hang on a second you can't just go into uni like that mm. but you can when you're a mature age student yeah. you know your experience gets va- gets valued and, and and some universities will use that as recognition of prior learning yeah. or. Yeah yes, you can go in and do this course because of this experience. Yeah. And so that's what you've been able to, to generate and get that uh, entry. But then now it's coming down to that, oh, how do I actually do this? The actual yeah. logistics of, okay, yeah, I'm going to work in the store from nine to five or whatever the time yeah. frame is, but then I've got to set time, time, aside. time yeah. aside. And if we rewind the podcast, that's what you, one of the things you were looking for. Yeah. You know, in real estate, you couldn't go watch your son play soccer. Yeah. Yeah. So now... The best bit of it is you get to manage that. Yep. So that you don't have a set day of open days, like a Saturday, but you can go, okay, so Saturday morning, no, nothing. I'm not on, I'm, I'm out watching the kids. Yep. But, you know, when they're asleep on Saturday night, instead of going out, yep. I'm on the books or, yep. you know, whatever that might be. So you get to manage that. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's, and that's so, I mean, my first week was last week. So um, it's really just been getting my head around things, but yeah, there's set days that I won't open a textbook, I won't, I won't open the laptop, um, and but then there's days where it's it's uni day. So Thursday, um, that's when the, the t- tutorials are on. There they are recorded, so I can I can watch them at a different time. Yep. But I've decided that's going to be that's going to be uni day. So lock lock me in a room. I'm just going to do, uh, you know, the kids are at school, so I'll be at school as well. Yep. Um, and they, yeah, the kids are—they they think it's it's great. I was going to say, what do they think? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, obviously, they're not too sure what I'm doing. I've tried to explain a, a bit to them. I, I took them around the veggie gardens the other day, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm starting uh, with that, and you know, trying to explain to them as as you know, as best I could um, what we're doing, what I'm doing, and you know, um, but yeah, the, I. When they got off the bus the other day, I said, "Okay, what's well, time to go do your homework?" And you know, Dad's going to do his as well. So you know, it's cool. yeah. And it's, I never want to do homework as a kid, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, my three kids seem to, that's the first thing they want to do when they get off the bus. I don't know why. Um, we don't even make them do the homework yep. if they just want to do it. So, um, but yeah, well, the, the fact that I'm doing it with them now, um, yeah. I think makes them even want to do it more. So step me through, I want to, I want to know, like, talked about earlier, you know, there was a potential desire to be an architect. Yeah. Yeah. So someone who wants to be an architect goes to, to university with that career goal in mind. So you've selected this course. Is there a career no. goal in mind or is no. it just... There, there's, there's no... And that's the, that's the big thing. I didn't realise what this... I wanted to just get into this course because I, I have a huge interest and, and passion for... This is passion over paycheck. Yep, yep. So, um, you know, real estate was, a, was amazing to me in terms of income. Um, and I think that's probably in the last few years the only thing that kept me in real estate, and that's the that was the wrong reason. And Did you feel like that was a a ball and chain? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah look, there were there were many days where I, I said I just don't want to I don't want to turn up today. But you know I would think about you know obviously you know the clients that I had to service, and and I always wanted to you know do the best that I could for the the clients, but. At the end of it was the it was probably the paycheck that that kept me kept me going because it, it's a huge, it's a very re- rewarding career um, there's no doubt about it um, but to to me that's not what you know this last twelve months has probably um, opened up for me is is that 
it's got to be more than that now. Yeah, but so this is really, really interesting, this yeah. stuff, because you know we run a recruitment business, so we yeah. talk to people every day about this sort of stuff. It's, it's rare. So people get stuck. Yeah. They're in accounting, real estate, whatever it is, yeah. and you can see it. They feel stuck because that's who I am at age 40. That's what I am. Yeah. I can't go and do something new. Well, you're saying no. This isn't me. It could be me again. I'm not going to close it, it that could, door. It could be. I'm not going to close the but door. I've this is what a few I want to do I will, but yeah, yeah this is what I want to do yeah. and want to go and achieve this. But I find it interesting that you're not doing it for a career path. No. You've got so you've your career path now is the shop. I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, it, it's it's no. I, I, like on the applic on I, I forget what form it was the other day, but I had to um, put down my job title. Yep. I don't even know what I am anymore. What it is? Yeah. You know, is it a storekeeper? Is that the job title? Yep. Um, to me, I'm, I'm, I don't have a, a title at the moment. And there was one day where a title meant everything. Yeah, yeah, which it does. Uh, and like it was, you know, real estate agent or, you know, obviously when I had my own business, it was principal. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, no, mm-hmm. and there was a bit about that used to feed my ego. And so that. This, is, this is identity. We yep. talk about this with people that get made redundant. If I met Michael at a barbecue, the first thing I ask you is, what's your name? Yeah. The second thing I ask you is, what do you do? Yeah. So that job title is your identity. Yeah. It's 50% for most people. And yeah, to me, I just say to people, I'm just a shit kicker now. You know, <laughs> I, I, it's not important mm. to me anymore what the, the title was. And, and as I said, there was, a, there was a day where that was the most important thing, um, you know, for me. Um, it was that title. Um, you, know, I, I, you know, I'm a business owner. I'm a principal. I'm a real estate agent, you know, and there'll be a, a and, you know, I, I had as big an ego as anyone. I'm the first to, to admit that, you know. Um, I was the first, I was one of the first agents to start doing property videos in the area because oh, that's, that was really good for the yeah, ego. Yeah. It put me up in, in the public eye and, you know, I, I loved, I love seeing myself <laughs> on, on, you know, on Facebook or whatever. Um, but I think since I've got out of real estate, you could go onto my Facebook page. I think there's about six posts I've put <laughs> up on Facebook since I've got out. Mm. I just don't care anymore. Yep. As you know, it, and it, it actually means nothing. And, it, and it's crazy to um, to realise, you know, when when you're when you're in that career and you you um, you think that so many people care about you um, and what you're doing. But as soon as you're out of there and seeing what everyone else sees, you realise how irrelevant you actually were. Um, and, yeah, so there's been a, a fair few, I guess, um, um, you know, things that I've, I've realised in, in that 12 months. And, you know, I, I just... it's I'm not trying to feed the ego anymore. I'm just now trying to do what's, what's good for, for my mind, what's good for... You know, my mental health was was terrible through real estate um you know i haven't i haven't had a well um i haven't drank for over 18 months now um you know and and that kind of career drives you to do things that you know you, you that just aren't you um mm. but yeah since since i've i've gotten away from there it's you know it's just given me time to breathe and and kind of look at you know what's important to me and that's spending time with my family and it's it's um, starting to get that mind healthy and the body healthy, um, and that's that's what's led me to regenerative agriculture, um, because it's basically the theme is healthy soil creates healthy nutritious food, which is obviously good for for you to eat, um, and it's good for the planet. So there's four things that, that are kind of that 
will benefit from this whole theme of regenerative agriculture. How many how many people in the course? Uh, I actually don't know. I, but I, um, as I saw, I think there's uh, from um, that were logged on to the tutorial the other day. I think it's about 140 yeah. um, doing this particular subject. Um, so you, yeah, you're doing a Bachelor of Science, and and so there's obviously other people doing subjects that yeah. are obviously wanting to do a different major. Um, but as as for the regenerative um, major, I think there's yeah, there's over 100 or so doing it. So um, yeah, but it's all all walks of life. So um, that are you know we've I've got people that are in their 60s that have that are on big um, you know working cattle stations and. Um, there's people that have just got out of school. There's, you know, so it's a it's a vast range of yeah. of students that are that are doing this course. That um, yeah, it's, it's it's very interesting to cool. see. In terms of so you've got the um, store. Yeah. You've got your own property. Are you looking at creating um, produce that you yeah. can sell? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I started turning over soil about six months ago to start doing some veggie gardens at home. So yeah, we can bring that produce into into the store. Uh, I tried, I, I planted six veggie gardens and the weeds grew quicker than the vegetables did. Um, and I, I've always been anti the, the use of, of Roundup, you know, and, and the chemicals on, on food. And, you know, I think that's half the problem is we don't know what's, what's actually been sprayed on our food in the, in the, in the grocery stores. Uh, so, I wanted to make sure that we can have good, healthy food in the, in a store. And if you if you walk in there today, it's it's very different to I guess you, you know we we don't say we're a service station, we say we're a general store. But we've we've introduced a whole range of, of whole food and healthy mm-hmm. alternatives for people. Um, you know, I, I want to be able to give people a, a healthier option. Um, you know, the, the fridge is still stocked full of coke. We we. Um, our second biggest seller behind fuel is is meat pies. Yeah, wow. um, so, but it's interesting to start to see people shift. Uh, we now have healthy meals for people, and you know, if we if we haven't got many pies in the in the oven, we say, look, there's there's a meal in there. You know, if you want, we two minutes in the microwave, and and it's amazing the amount of people now deciding to take the meal. Mm. Um, you know, it's not up to us to tell people what to eat or anything like that. You know, it's up up to them. But I think if we can make it easier for people and and you know give them that that choice, because um, I think a lot of people do want to change the way they eat. But it, unfortunately, it's have just it, too it's hard. it's just too hard. You know, if you if you you go down Woolworths uh, or Coles in, and look at at the aisles, ninety nine percent of the stuff on the shelves is is rubbish, and you know we shouldn't be eating it. But it's easy. Um, we're all busy. We're too flat out. We need to choose the thing that's going to get you know into the kids' belly or into our belly quick, you know, as quick as possible, you mm. know, to keep you know to keep going. Um, I think we're just all all too flat out living life, and that's um, well, not living life really. But to me, that and that's probably the biggest point of the last twelve months. It it gave me that time to to you know to realise that I didn't want to be that anymore, and you know it's time to start choosing the healthier options the better options for my family and um so it, it's well, i'm getting the kids involved uh with the with the veggies as well so um if they work in the garden they'll be getting the they'll be getting the profits yeah, from the sale they've made yep. themselves and yeah so um you know we we had a, a few tomatoes um so max helped me weed the garden pick the tomatoes and um so from the profits he got it all <laughs> you know so i'm i'm 
going to be able to help them, you know, start earning some pocket money as well. Um, but you know, they'll have to they'll have to drive it. I won't be doing it all for them. Um, but yeah, it's just something that we can do as a family, and that's and that's really what it's all about. Tell me about the difference between real estate and the store, the general store. What's, oh, what's the difference? It's um, look, it's I guess when you're a real estate agent, um, you know, people it, there's. You know, you're you're up against it from. Yeah, I was going to say the biggest thing that I see locally is competition. Yeah, you're, and you're up against it from from the the very you know first moment. People have this this wall up about a real estate agent, obviously being untrustworthy and all these kind of things. So, half the job of being a real estate agent is to is to earn that trust. And and there was there was a huge part of me that that loved doing that. You know, I'd, I'd used to love going to sit down with people, and and building that rapport and getting the you know to, to trust me and realize that you know I was the best person to look after their most valuable asset um, so um, but you know there, there was always that there was always that thing you know where people uh, think you're you're up to something you know are, are you really you know got, have you got my interests at heart or are you just you know interested in what's going to your back pocket so there was there was always that um, so the the you know the the difference of the store is, you know, people, you know, are coming in. They want, they want to talk to you. They, yep. um, you know, they. Uh, it, it's a completely different feel because they actually want you. Um, they, they, they need to, you know, I guess use your what we're your service or, um, you know, the products that we're Someone's selling. Someone selling their house, they want you to. Oh yeah, I know what I what I actually think is that people think they have to use a real estate agent. Yeah, okay. Um, so I think it's one of those. A lot of people, I think it's that necessary evil. Um, you know, I, I don't really, um, I don't really want to have to deal with them, but I I will mm. um, to um, because I need to get my house sold. Um, so I, I find there's a, a lot of people. I think if they had an alternative, they would choose that straight away. Okay. Um, and, I, and that's why, you know, the sell it yourself kind of idea is, is, is probably, um, it's something that people are considering more. Yeah. You know. Not that far away. No. Yeah. Look, all industries are being disrupted. Well, and, and look, and real estate's the, the one that deserves it the most because, you know, I, to me, I always, you know, put the pressure on myself to be the best, you know, agent I, I could be. And, and, you know, that it was... It was tiring because of the amount of pressure I would put on myself to to live up to people's expectations. Um, but there's too many people in the industry that um, I, I guess makes you lose faith in the industry. Um, no doubt there is a lot of amazing people in this industry, so I don't want to, you know, I don't want to. All know, industries like that. I don't want to take away from it at all because there's still some some amazing agents that you know that are worth double what they get paid. Um, but there are probably too many that that make it, you know, not the greatest industry around. So, um, yeah. Okay. All right. So, look, this has been awesome talking to you about your transition from yeah. real estate to store owner to now um, uni student. Yeah. Give us the. Uh, we're going to talk to you about the career conversations uh, time machine. So, if we could rewind, rewind the clock twenty years or to twenty year old yeah. Michael. Um, given what you know today, what advice would you give him? Um, well, it's uh, probably what I was leading to a little bit before was living up to people's expectations. Um, that's something that I had 
over the 17, 18 years in real estate, um, I was constantly putting pressure on myself to live up to people's expectations, to put other people first. And I, it may, you know, may sound a little bit self-centered now but it's it's actually you've got to put yourself first um you otherwise you like with the amount of of um mental illness out there these days i think it's all stemmed by people putting too much pressure on themselves and um by being in careers that they they don't want to be in but because you know they don't want to let their parents down or they don't want to you know, let their group of friends down. They think they have to be this this person that um, that actually down deep down inside they don't want to be. So, um, has this been happening for you for years? Because I've been watching you, and you you had this highly successful real estate agent across the road. Yep. Then you out of that, and you uh, kind of I'm not sure what you did there for twelve months or yeah, so, yeah, and then you were back in the game. Yeah, back in the game. Then yep. you bought this. Um, yep store but you couldn't get out you're kind of still in the game yeah. and then now yeah, yeah. so has this been coming do you think maybe i just i just didn't know what or did you hold on to it because that's who i am i think i think there was a strong part of me for, for a long time that yeah held on to it because i thought that's that's who i was you know i'm, I'm a real estate agent and that's me hmm. um and i don't regret what i what i've done um like i've had some a great 17 years in real estate and I've, I've done some, you know, I've, I've I helped a lot of people. Um, and that was the rewarding part of it me, for, for me. Um, but when, when it just became the income keeping me in there, that was when I knew it was the right time to get out of there because mm. um, the reasons that had me in real estate before that weren't, wasn't the income, it was, um, seeing the smile on people's faces at when the job was done, yep. um, it was it was earning that trust of those clients to, um, you know, to a real estate agent is a pretty important role, or very mm. important role. I think it's one of the most important roles out there to look after people's most valuable asset. Like people who work their, their butts off to, to buy a house, so when an agent's given the, the job to sell that, that's a huge responsibility. And to me, and that was, I used to. Um, be very grateful for those opportunities I've got every single day, but at the end, I guess it it, it wasn't the the, re, the same feeling wasn't wasn't there anymore, and it was mm. oh geez you know this is really good income and hey I, it's it's I've got I've got debts I've got I've got you know school fees to pay I've got all these things and hey this you know I can't be doing anything else that can give me the same kind of income, um, so you know I'm I'm just going to stay in it well. Coronavirus hit, um, and I guess, yeah, as I said at the start, it's that pause button. Um, I didn't know if the store was going to provide the life or the requirements for our lifestyle. Yep. But I actually changed reality, your lifestyle. Reality, yeah, changed my lifestyle to meet what we're earning. Um, or you know, but actually didn't care. Mm. Um, you know, I, um, things just changed, like. Uh, and it's funny, I, you know, I said to somebody the other day, I said, it, thing, opportunities turn up when you, when you allow them to, and I'm, you know, I'm not gonna get into this mystical world, but it's, um, I don't worry about money anymore. But when I was in real estate, it was, it was a huge worry of Constant. mine. Uh, you know, am I going to earn enough next month to pay the bills? Um, but I don't, I don't even, 
I don't even think about it anymore. It, it, like, to me, it just have you know, it, it just there's an abundance out there. It, it it's if you need it, there's opportunities to go and earn. Mm, absolutely. Um, yeah. So I I would say it's just a matter of not putting those putting that pressure on yourself to, to live up to other people's expectations and, and start putting yourself first. You know, it might be choosing a career that your parents don't want you to do. I'm not saying my parents wanted mm. me to do that. It's probably the last thing my parents wanted me to do, but that's actually what I, it's what I decided to do. But once I was actually in it, I found I'm, I was stuck. Yep. And I, there was, and you know, and I'm not one of these people that can get into things half-hearted and, and do it. So I was I was fully entrenched in that career, um, but it, it really it did suck the life out of me. Um, and I, you know, I decided I, I just don't want to be that that person anymore. And it's time to actually start living a life and doing what I wanted to do. And I always said to people, I want to I want to live on a property. I want to I want to um, you know I, I want to own a big cattle station one day. And that's that's the you know that's that enough. is. The, I don't know whether I'll get there, but you know, um, and I'm not too worried now. There was probably a time where I had these things that um, I have to, you know, I've got to, got to build the biggest agency in the world, or you know, whatever it be. There was things that I, I thought I had to do to in the uh, in this world to be successful. But I'm I'm not. I don't care anymore if I if if you know if that's uh, something that I want to do. But if I don't if I don't hit that goal, then as long as I'm enjoying. You know the, the time that I've got yep. today. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, and I think again that's another lesson from the last twelve months. We've got, if you look one back the clock eighteen months ago, there's no way in hell that you would know what was was coming. Um, you know, and if, and if I think the, I think Mother Nature's been sending us a bit of a, a lesson to learn, and and to me that's what I've taken out of this whole thing. It's if it's not coronavirus, there's something else coming. Mm, for sure. Like it, there there is. There will be another lesson to come, and and a lot of people said to me over the last twelve months, "How great has this been? It's given me time with my family. It's given me, I've been able to travel in parts of Australia. Like the, the, you can't book anywhere in New South Wales at the moment to go away for a weekend. So people they bought a caravan. They've uh, if you can actually buy one, but there <laughs> people are actually do, starting to live life. But now that restrictions are starting to ease, people are. Back into they're, the they're, they're back into the groove and I'm thinking hang, hang on a minute did you really learn a lesson mm. to me I thought oh, well, I have and it's you know it's as I said time to start living living a life and do something that I'm actually passionate about and I don't know where um, where this degree will take me and, and as I said to you at the start it, I didn't actually know what I could do from it but there are multiple um, yep. multiple options for me and, and as I've as I've found out since um, there's actually some some really cool roles that I could get into if I wanted to. Yep. But the main reason was just to be able to um, implement the strategies that I learned in my own property, and then you know from from there, who knows? Work your way up. Who knows where it'll go? Sounds great. Well, look, this has been awesome. Really enjoyed this conversation with you today, Michael. And good to catch up. So, thanks for coming on deck. Thanks, man. A special thanks to Michael Kerwin. Um, I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did, um, how open he was. It was just fantastic and so refreshing uh, to hear a man making such decisions about not only his life, but his career. 
if you love this conversation, there's lots more. This is well into our 40s in terms of the Career Conversations podcast episodes. So I encourage you to go back, find some people that you'll really get some uh, great learnings about not just career, but life. Again, if you liked our conversations, then please give us a rating on Spotify or Apple's uh, podcasts. It just means more people will get to enjoy these conversations. Uh, Again, thank you for listening. Thanks for taking some time in your day in your car or in your AirPods or while you're walking to hear from our conversations. And we look forward to bringing you more in the future. Uh, Until next time, I'm Craig McGregor. Thanks for listening.